It's a special hour of the Inside Outside Guys from the Great Lakes Design and Construction Expo, sponsored by the Construction Association of Michigan, CAM. Now here are Ken Calverly and Chuck Bridenstine. Good afternoon and welcome to the bonus hour of the Inside Outside Guys, broadcasting from the Suburban Collection Showplace in the Great Lakes Design and Construction Expo, put on every year by the Home Builders Association and Construction Association of Michigan. Well done, my friend. We're looking forward to talking to some people from the show, uh, some that you've already met and some that you haven't. Yeah, this is a home show that's not open to the public. It is for the professionals to interact and meet with other professionals in the industry so we can continue to make the construction industry here in southeast Michigan honest, ethical, organized. I like that. So right. stay tuned for the next hour. The Inside Outside guys are going to be with you broadcasting from the Suburban Collection Showplace here in Nova. Welcome back, everybody, to the Great Lakes Design and Construction Expo, sponsored by the Construction Association of Michigan. Right now, we're going to talk to somebody that we got to talk to about three or four weeks ago in Novi, right? Yeah, at the home show. Yep. At the home show. Yes, sir. Yeah, Mr. Ben Templeton, the owner of Templeton Building Company, who's also uh, volunteered a lot of his time and expertise to the Home Builders Association and CAM. Ben, welcome. Thanks for having me back, guys. Appreciate you being here. How's business? Business is great. Can't complain at all. Uh, phone is still ringing in February, so happy to be here. So tell us us a little bit about your company. Uh, it helps everything you say, you know, moving forward. Uh, people will understand more if they understand your background and what you guys do on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, so Templeton Building Company was founded in 1980 by my father, Steve Templeton. Uh, I joined him about 17 years ago. We've been together, been partners ever since. Um, and we do a little bit of everything. We do remodeling, renovation, addition, historical uh, renovations, and uh, new custom homes, and we also have a service department. And you guys are a turnkey company, right? Yeah, so everything starts. The design, starts. the layout, the budgeting, everything. Uh, we don't actually do design. We like to leave that to the design professionals. There's tons of great architects around town. Do you stay town. away from that with all your projects? We, we do. Okay. I like that. So, yeah, you know, we're great at building. They're great at designing. It makes a better partnership than it does to keep it all in one umbrella for us. Now, you mentioned you do new builds and design. Do you have two different crews for those? For the new build and the additions and the kitchen designs are all same no we same do first. everything under one roof um the only thing we keep separate we do have a cabinet shop as well but that's its own business its own entity um and that's out of rochester cole wagner cabinetry and they do all their own fabrication finishing everything right in house in rochester on the building company side we do everything uh we we have about 33 employees uh, 15, 17 of which are carpenters. Uh, so they, they swing hammers, they do everything from rough carpentry to trim carpentry. And then we have all of our trade partners that we bring in to help us. Uh, we have framing crews we use, plumbers, electricians, uh, everything from start to finish though, from digging the hole to moving, everything's under one roof. Man, I, like I, I got a hundred questions I want to ask you that we don't have time to ask you here. <laughs> We're at the Construction Association of Michigan Expo here. 
Why are you here? Do you take any benefit? I know you're here partially in a volunteer capacity, right? A little bit of the volunteer capacity. Um, but, you know, I've been here since 7 o'clock this morning. Um, there was an economic forecast, just like to get the look at what the industry is looking like for the next year, year and a half. Um, some promising news. They, the economic uh, experts are saying that this is going to trend, is going to maybe flatline this year to next year at the same rate, which is good for us. Right. Um, they talked a little bit about the mortgage rate increase. Um, the, fed, the federal rate increase, um, and how that might affect some things, hopefully bring prices down on lumber. So that was a great educational opportunity for me to get to hear that this morning. And then the amount of other professionals here, the networking that I did uh, after that original breakfast this morning, and then there was a uh, Home Builders Association uh, state meeting from 12 to 2. That Any progress on the legislative um, initiatives regarding the tariffs with Canadian lumber? I wish. I don't know if there's any updates. They didn't uh, say anything. There was nothing mentioned today. Um, we need those to come back down, though. They were doubled recently, and that yeah. needs to go away. That's like a 17% tax on the home buyer. It's crazy. Absolutely. Uh, and you you use the term flatline. Are they actually thinking flatline or maintain our existing rate? Main, they're saying the, the rate of construction we're at, we might see a 1% decrease. Um, so pretty much, right? yeah, manage the same rate we're at now. So that's great news. It's all great that, news, right? yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic news for us. We're, we've been busy for uh, ever since May of 2020. Uh, we've been just going at a rate that is is a good rate for us to keep up with and to be able to know that we're going to probably maintain that for the next year and a half is great news. Yeah. So for your company in general, have you seen anything here you really like that's cool that may be a new, new to the industry? Yeah, actually, one of the things I really love here, uh, in the back corner over there, there is a... Um, there's an Amazon delivery box. There's a box that you can walk up, Amazon puts their code in, it opens up, they drop their package in, Amazon locks it and it goes into a cabinet that's either in your foyer, your mudroom, or your garage. Uh, that's a really neat product. I'm really impressed with that. Did they give you a price point on that? The receptor. I did not add, is that the receptor? The receptor. I'm, you know what, I'm gonna put a fa uh, Facebook video up on that because I, I out of everything here, that was one of the coolest things I, I saw as well. I thought that is fantastic. And the, yeah. the, uh, I think, is it a couple that invented it yes. and is selling it? They're yes. just really nice people. Got to talk to them for a little bit. Yeah, and, um, they're, and they're here because they want to get in front of you. The builders, the architects, the designers. Cause exactly. A box like that, it can be integrated into a design that you really wouldn't even know it's there. Absolutely. I was thinking you put it right next to the man door entrance into the garage. Don't out, out of sight, out of mind. Tell Amazon where it is and packages show up in the garage. Great Ken, concept. It, we were talking about it just before you walked over here today. And it was featured apparently in the New American Home at IBS this year. Oh, nice! I didn't. Unfortunately, I didn't make it to IBS this year. Uh, family trip next week. IBS last week. Can't can't be gone that much in we February. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely get it. it. Was a it was a great show. We uh, really enjoyed ourselves. A lot of really cool, really cool stuff we saw there. I love it. So, what other benefits would you say professionals are going to take from attending a show like this, Ben? Young I think guys, there's, there's guys. A, a ton of benefits here. Uh, walking around the show floor, up and down every aisle, I must have met three or four new people with new products or new opportunities. Uh, there's There was a metal roof guy over here at a product I hadn't seen before. Um, I just uh, lost my sign guy, unfortunately. He's too busy to work with us. I uh, met a sign guy over here who's willing to actually make the frames and do the signs. Um, so the networking itself, not only the products, but just getting able to meet people. You don't know who you need today, tomorrow or in a year so meeting
seeing these people is fantastic. Yeah, and this isn't a newer product, um, but I think it's newer a lot of people in our industry is a, a concrete truck here. Yes. That can come right to your site and mix the concrete right on site, which for anyone that's in the industry, the, the benefits is that is huge because you get so much more time to work with the concrete. Your biggest complaint up. as a practitioner, I've had to listen to you for what? You're absolutely 14 right. 14 years was, you got a crew out there, you're ready at 6.30 a.m. and the truck doesn't show up till 10. Yep. And all you do is stand around and wait. Yeah. <laughs> Too many other people um, had a hand in how my process went. That's why I got out of it. If I was 30 again, that would be the way to go. Absolutely. It really would be. Yeah. You know what's cool, Ben? That guy, you walk by and, and you are under the impression it's a small batch specialty. He said he actually does better for you and as his for his business if you're pouring a hundred yards or a thousand yards. yards. Yeah, he said because he can stage raw materials and a front end loader and he can mix it as fast as you can place a it. yard every two minutes. Wow, that's incredible. I'm glad you guys got it. He was so busy when I walked by, I didn't get a chance to talk to him. So <laughs> I'm glad you guys are telling me this. That's that's impressive. I mean, that takes off one big headache in the industry right there. Oh my gosh, I'm thinking, you know, for a new home, if you've got something that sets 150 feet off the off the road, 16 feet wide, sidewalks, boy, it'd be so sweet to know that you could batch in place that whole thing contiguously and not be waiting for trucks. Or the next truck, or the next truck. Exactly. And, and for people that don't know, um, transit deliveries, if you don't order at least six yards, you pay a light load fee. And I asked him, what if I want under six yards? You can't be less expensive than the transit. He says he is less expensive than the transit companies. He'll do it by the batch. That's yeah. great. So we got to get him, we gotta get him numbers, on the air and spread the word. And I know their the numbers. I know it. Um, supply chain issues, that makes me think of that. Are you guys still seeing any big impact on any particular commodities? We, we are. We're dealing with them every day right now. Appliances are, are a major one. Really? Um, tile has been a new one that's crept up on us a little bit. Um, appliances, uh, waiting on appliance, was told it would be here this week. Got a call today that uh, it's going to be mid-July. Now, you don't Goodness. have to name names, but... Is that one specific manufacturer, or are you guys, you know, looking at two or three different ones? Nope. You know, we're, we're dealing usually with uh, Thermador, Sub-Zero, oh. some of the higher-end brands. Okay. Uh, and we're seeing it with with all the brands we're dealing with. We're seeing delay after delay on appliances. Amazing. Wow. Well, Mr. Ben Templeton, owner of Templeton Building Company, we appreciate you coming on today and everything you do for the industry here in Southeast Michigan. We really do. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Pleasure. God bless you. Hope the family stays healthy. Yeah. Great Thank seeing you. you. Thanks, hey, stay man. tuned for more with the Inside Outside Guys, sponsored by the Construction Association of Michigan CAM, only on 760 WJR. Welcome back to this special hour of the Inside Outside Guys from the Great Lakes Design and Construction Expo, sponsored by the Construction Association of Michigan, CAM. Now here are Ken Calverly and Chuck Bridenstine. Basically here, getting to know all the new innovations and anything that has to do with construction, the construction industry, whether it's safety, whether it's supply, whether it's right on the job site, they have it here. Fair to they say? do. I, and I was just thinking, you and I just a week ago were at the International Builder Show in Orlando where it was so big we couldn't even see it all in two and a half days. But I am really impressed with this show and the people that are here, the exhibitors that are here, the product that's here. Absolutely. You and I get a lot of emails on a couple specific questions. We get a lot is what's the best fill in the blank. So now we're going to fill that blank in 
what's the best sump pump? Um, what's the best water heater? What's the best type of water? Type of heater, what's the oh best sink? And right now we have someone on that may be able to answer some of those questions actually better than we can, right? I, ho I hope. We've got Jay Hulse with Progressive Plumbing Supply on with us. And Jay, thanks for taking time out of your day to spend some time with our listeners. Really, really delighted, Chuck and Ken, and uh, good to see your faces. Uh, we are, we are blessed to, you to be on the radio here. Sorry to just point you. So we <laughs> want to talk a little bit about CAM and membership and this exhibit, but if you don't mind, it's funny, we both got a call today from a guy that we respect that had to put a new water heater in. What do you look for with water heaters? We get this question all the time, and, and then maybe compare uh, storage units, tank units with tankless. Okay, you might have confused me with someone who actually knows what they're talking about, but I'll, I'll take a stab at it. Uh, the, uh, the technology is changing with everything, and uh, the, the issue of tankless water heaters versus tank-style water heaters, whether they be atmospheric vent or power vent, uh, is changing. And we're seeing a lot of momentum with tankless heaters because the price of tankless heaters has been stable. The price of tank style heaters has gone way, way up. Crazy up. Yeah. How come? Way, way up. Um, uh, supply of steel, supply of corrugated, supply of labor, supply of okay. transportation. Because they can. <laughs> Thank you. Because I was going to say I'm that. Sorry. So we would normally get a price have. price increase in January from our water heater vendor, which is A.O. Smith. Uh, I'm going to charge them for that commercial. Been around forever. Yeah. Wonderful people. Uh, we would expect a price increase of 3 to 4% in January. This year, this past year, I'm sorry, was 9% at the end of January, another 9% at the end of March, another 8.5% at the end of May, and then another one in September. And they are, to some degree, innocent victims because they're huge increases in their input costs. Why don't you tell me if I gave some good advice this morning? <laughs> I had a friend call me who had an issue with a 70-gallon water heater, and they found out it was a thermocouple. They replaced it. It's fine, but someone was there telling them they may need to replace it, and he got a price of $3,400 for a 70-gallon tank. And then the gentleman said, hey, you may want to look at tankless, and they asked me my opinion, and Chuck and I have always said, is the need you know do you have a problem getting hot water to where you need it and do you have teenagers in there are they going to take half an hour showers um both were no questions and my response was stick with what you have is that even fair remote we locations in the big house exactly yeah and so um the incoming water in the state of michigan is cold meaning city water that comes in so the uh, efficiency of tankless heaters here is different than it is in florida so of a a, a normal uh, 199. Because of the required rise? Yeah, because of the temperature rise, the, the water comes in here cold. And uh, so probably call it a little less than five gallons a minute uh, out of a typical tankless heater, uh, which is fine in most cases. You can many times do two things at the same time. Okay. If you're adding a third thing, then your gallons per minute is going to slow down a little bit. Yeah. If you have multiple children living in the family, right? Uh, or a teenage daughter. <laughs> all, all that takes. Yeah, we get yeah, it. I right. always said my kids were a one-tank shower. 
Uh, yeah. whatever, whatever water heater they were drawn off from, they emptied the tank and then they shut it off. Yeah. And as fathers, it was a battle that we gave up on. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, All right, take a shot. another field to die on. Not, exactly. Not exactly. Yeah. Okay, let's switch to um, sump pumps. Uh, you are talking with the uh, most recognized sump pump expert in all of metropolitan Detroit. Wow. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm joking, but I, I spent um, about 15 years working for the Zoller Company, which is the Oh, yeah, that's uh, one we recommend. We saw sump pump company. We saw them down in Orlando last week. Uh, so, uh, yes, I have our, our family relationship with them goes back into the 1960s. You know, wow. and, and, wonderful company and wonderful people. And you know, we're the inside-outside guys, but we're not pump experts. We're not, you know, hot water experts. You are, uh, and I like the fact that you say you're the the foremost guy. I mean, if you're not the best, why be in it? So, how much have you seen the um, technology change with those over the years, especially now with a lot of the smart ones that can let you know when they're not running? Yeah. So on a day-to-day -day basis, and we service both the construction and the replacement market. Not a huge change. Uh, the, okay. the main thing with the sump pump is does it turn on when it's supposed to, does it turn off? Yeah. We have seen a lot of, uh, a lot of change in controls and alarm systems, and now people, especially with the uh, finished basements, want to protect it as much as they can. So some of the fairly unsophisticated alarms that we sell are, are terrific, and they're relatively inexpensive. They can tie into your home security system. They have Wi-Fi capability. And so if you happen to be in Florida or up north and something happens, you can find out about it. It's funny when you made the comment of holding a mirror up to yourself a minute ago because yesterday I literally talked to a guy that I thought was one of the experts in the state of Michigan. They're having a conference in Frankenmuth, I think, tomorrow and today. Dan Milan with yeah, Milan sure. Supply. Oh, Dan's a great guy. Do you know Dan? I talked to him about a week ago, yeah. Dan's right. a lifelong friend. He yeah. and I chatted twice yesterday. So when you said that, I'm the expert, I wanted to go, I know another guy yeah. that thinks he is too. No, Dan is uh, specialty is wastewater yeah. and water systems. And yes. His, uh, I think Dan's second or third generation. And, yeah, he uh, is. Terrific, terrific guy. Yeah. One thing I want to say about pumps, because you mentioned the Zola, and we know how great a pumps they make, and we always tell people, do your best not to buy the inexpensive pumps, the cheap pumps that are on the on the shelf, uh -huh. just because of all the plastic parts in there. You feel the same way? Uh, yeah, the uh, Zola pump is made of cast iron. It dissipates heat. It, it, they have a good, reliable switch, and and they're a company that just stands behind their stuff. So uh, they're going to get a bill for this too. Good motors. <laughs> so. Why are you at the show? What do you what do you take out of this show? Um, you know, uh, I've been coming to this show since it was in the Silver Dome, uh, so going back into the eighties. Long time ago. And um, and I'll tell you, I like the format now. Uh, the the combination with the Home Builders Association, yeah. we get uh, in one day get an opportunity to see a lot of people. The networking part of it is really, and the whole industry is. It's relationships. And we've seen so much of that just sitting here, you and Dan and oh. yeah. Ben Templeton and people that we don't know, we all know each other. It's, yeah. Do you find that that you, I guess, see a strengthening of that here, that, that everybody is willing to talk to you, even people with unrelated businesses will share secrets with you, business? When I set up my booth early in the morning, okay. before the show starts, I go door to door to every booth in the place and, and talk to people. 
Good for and, you. Um, and yes, to answer your question. It's a cool industry in it that really regard, is. isn't it? That everybody's willing to share their successes and why they're there. And I think being a part of CAM or the HBA allows you that benefit. And those that aren't here are missing it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Great networking, great relationship building. Okay. Jay Haltz with Progressive Plumbing Supply. Locations in Warren, Detroit, and Oxford. Thank you so much for coming on with today. We really appreciate your expertise. We do. Very Thank much. you. It's great talking to you guys. Thank you very much, sir. Hey, stay tuned for more with the Inside Outside Guys, sponsored by the Construction Association of Michigan, only on 760 WJR. Welcome back to the Great Lakes Design and Construction Expo, sponsored by CAM, the Construction Association of Michigan. Right now, we're going to be talking with a safety specialist. It's interesting. This is going to be a lot of fun. Greg Wan with Bronner Glove and Safety. Welcome. Thank you. You know, Chuck, the industry, we always talk about pricing in this industry. And this is one of the things that when people get a new roof or, or a new chimney, these are one of the things that can, if not done right, hurt somebody, help somebody. This is one of the reasons why sometimes costs are so high because the insurances that are out there. Yeah. And if someone gets caught on a job site without some of the safety equipment we're about to talk about, in some cases they're not even able to get insurance. Well, let's ask Greg about this because you're the expert, right? Correct. You got to say yes. You're, you're, <laughs> the you're WJR, and you're exhibiting it. <laughs> no, we you're the you compliance are. expert, correct? Is that fair to say? We help companies help keep their workers safe and compliant with OSHA regulations, especially roofers. We see it all the time driving through residential neighborhoods where some of their workers may or may not be wearing fall protection. But 3M has a product that we sell. It's called Compliance in a Can. It's a $132 product, and it has a roof anchor point, a 50-foot lifeline, and a harness so that they can be compliant with the OSHA regulations and so, help keep their workers safe. Drawing on the whole fall protection thing, 15, 20 years ago, that became a really big issue in the industry, and everybody was... They were in the dark about it. They didn't know how to comply. They were leading edge construction, said we can't comply. Explain to our uh, listeners what you're talking about with a harness and a, a, a rope and an anchor point. What, what we provide for workers in the field is products that help keep them safe from falling off of a roof's edge and to help keep them compliant with OSHA regulations. A typical fine nowadays is $6,000, and we give you compliance for $132 and in the And basically, kit. anything above six feet, you have to provide fall protection? Correct. General yeah. industry is four feet, and uh, construction yeah. is six feet. I mean, they look at it, if you fall from four feet and hit your head, you could be done. So that's one of the reasons it's so important. Well, I'm so old that it used to be that if you had a, uh, a strap around your waist and a rope tied to it, that would be compliance if it was anchored. But they found out that was breaking people's back and killing them when they fell, right? We, we have seen a great deal of uh, improvements in the uh, manufacturing of fall protection over the years, yes. Body you know, positioning belts are no longer... <laughs> 
compliant. And you me- you mentioned the uh, the residential. A an OSHA official could drive all day long and do nothing but give out fines because so many companies don't have this fall protection. Let's be honest about it. Yeah, they, it's it's just not worth the gamble taking the shortcut. It's it just, isn't. So you will act both as supplier and advisor. What kind of range of product do you have? I see you've got a high visibility jacket on. We are a full line safety distributor, family owned, Michigan based, out of Auburn Hills, and we provide everything from head to toe with personal protection equipment. It could be safety glasses, hard hats, gloves, high visibility vests, coveralls, respirators. You said head to toe, so literally everything. Those types of things as well? Correct. So how do I know as a contractor what I need? If I walk into to your operation and say, this is what we do, you know, we put on roofs every day. Are we down to it? No, no, no. I'm going to say, let me add to that when you're done. Well, go ahead. No, that's what I'm going to add to that. And also, you guys do supply them with some of this stuff to let them know they're compliant. Do you have any kind of software that you can help them out with if they come in? We do um, offer Safety Plus Web, which is a compliance software system that helps keep um, customers' reports easily accessible, especially in the event of an OSHA visit. And a lot of our clients are old school and have an Excel-based program where this is cloud-based and in the event of turnover, the Safety Plus Web program helps keep them compliant with everything on the dashboard. Interesting. So what's the benefit to Bronner being at this show? Why are you guys here? We like to come to the show. We like to be where our customers are and to show and exhibit our new products. This year, 3M has some new harnesses with the suspension trauma straps. In the event of a fall, they can put their foot into a strap that'll help take the pressure off of the artery in their legs and then we also have uh, MSA that has made some strides in the horizontal lifelines as well as asset management program that can track fall protection out in the field with RFID. You said the horizontal lifelines? Yes sir. Explain those to the listener. So a horizontal lifeline has two workers on that that helps them Why why does it make you laugh? (laughs) I'm sorry. A horizontal lifeline is is, uh, technical. It's for people that are working, like, say, on a um, bridge or an overpass or a freeway like that. And there's there's two people that have... um, It can be rated up to two people or four people, depending on how long the span is. And then they can hook and rehook and stay... Attached without falling. Yeah. Is that comparable to what they would have on the cables on the Mackinac Bridge? You keep hooking and unhooking to that as you walk up those cables? Correct. They're used in um, freeway overpasses, yeah. bridges, um, things like that. Makes sense. Yeah. So a lot of guys, when they first get into business, this is the last thing they learn about, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, they learn how to be a, to learn how to be a provider and, and do the business and, and finish whatever, but they don't think about this, unfortunately. 
until it's too late many, many times. So for all the people out there listening that are in the construction business, this is very important. You said the average OSHA fine is $6,000, and that's just a fine, and that's not a fine if somebody seriously gets hurt. So for anyone out there in the business, we want you to contact, um, where is it? it is BronnerSafety.com, right? And they can yep. find everything you have online there as well? That is correct. Okay. You know, it's funny you mentioned that, Ken, because I'm thinking today with the shortage of labor, you can't afford to lose someone to an injury. Right. Are you seeing that business owners are being a little more responsive because they really need to protect the people they have on the site? There, there's a big focus on keeping compliant with OSHA regulations as well as keeping your workforce safe. With workmen's compensation costs as they are, the experience modification rate can be lowered by staying compliant and by being consulted with your local safety specialists. And I, I mentioned that earlier that if you stay compliant and you go to an insurance company, if you haven't had any fines by OSHA, you're going to get a better rate. As well as your injury rate, which that can uh, really lower the cost of your insurance. Yeah, they assign that experience modifier every year based on what happened the previous year, so it can be a big issue for people financially if they have had accidents and if they have had non-compliance issues, right? Correct, and if subcontractors uh, want to be on certain sites, you have to have an experience modification rate of whatever is supplied by the, the general contractor in order to be on that site. So you can definitely be <coughs> rewarded with additional business if you are able to help keep your workers safe, and that's what we're in business to I'm just going to gonna say multi-contractor sites, I don't want subcontractors working with my next to my guys that are unsafe and have a bad reputation. Great that, point. That, that's correct. Greg, one uh, safety specialist for Bronner. Uh, we appreciate Bronner Safety. We appreciate you coming on to help educate us and the audience today. Thank you very much. Anyone Thanks wants, for having us. We appreciate more information. Thanks, you go Greg. to BronnerSafety.com. Yep. Stay tuned for more. You're listening to the Inside Outside Guys, sponsored by the Construction Association of Michigan, CAM, only on 760 WJR. Welcome back to this special hour of the Inside Outside Guys from the Great Lakes Design and Construction Expo, sponsored by the Construction Association of Michigan, CAM. Now here are Ken Calverly and Chuck Bridenstine. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Inside Outside Guys. Laughing and learning 24-7 at theinsideoutsideguys.com. We're broadcasting from the uh, Suburban Collection Showplace and the Construction Association of Michigan Design and Construction Expo. Brought to you by CAM. Yes. And Chuck, you and I, boy, we've had whole shows on this subject, how to build a house. And we're getting a lot of emails. We have a lot of people coming up to us who can't find a new house. They... they you know, you, you, you put an offer in and five other offers get there before you do it. So a lot of people are saying, hey, let, let's go find a piece of dirt and let's let's build a house, right? And okay. one of the things we always say, once you find that piece of dirt, you know you can build there after you go and find your marriage therapist because before anyone builds a house, they should get a marriage therapist. They need to get the financing taken care of and secure financing, right? Yeah, financing is key. Uh, it is. People don't realize that buying, whether it's an existing home or building a new one, that's a major cost. And it's all part of the process, and you've got to deal with professionals. So you and I, being the concierge to the industry, yes, sir. found a, uh, can we call you a financial expert, Marty? 
Uh, you could call me that. I'll do the best All I right, can. All right, we'll call it. You can deny <laughs> it. But we've got Marty Pelletier from Lake Michigan Credit Unit with uh, Union, forgive me, uh, spending some time with us. And what we want to do, Marty, is kind of set up, first of all, what's going on with money and rates. And You, you know, there's, there's headlines every day that are getting people frightened and scared. And What's, That's what's a your take? target? Yeah. yeah. Well, this morning we had an economist uh, explain what's going on in the marketplace from the National Home Builder Association. And what she was explaining was this is a great time to buy or build a home because the rates are going up. So she's expecting four or five uh, Fed uh, interest rate um, increases this really? year. Really? Yes. Wow. During the next 12 months? Yes. Okay. So this is a great time to really think about, if you were thinking about buying or building a home, great time to do that because we've enjoyed for a couple of years now, fantastic interest rates. So Marty, walk us through the process. You know, we're, we're a young couple and we want to build a house. We've got our dirt. We come to you for a loan. Kind of walk us through the process for a second. Well, we work with many, many builders in Michigan and last year we closed over 22,000 loans and Lake Michigan in Cre Michigan in Michigan Wow so a lot of people uh, maybe might have not heard or realized how large we are so we're the 13th largest credit union in the United States we're the largest credit union in Michigan wait a minute you're the largest credit union Lake Michigan, in Michigan. Credit union. yes Lake Michigan credit union yes so we started in so Grand you are Rapids the expert well, <laughs> you better be. okay. we work really hard at finding <laughs> solutions. That's what we do. Good. So we're experts at finding solutions. So uh, we started in Grand Rapids in 1933. We've got $11.5 in assets and $9.4 in deposits. We've got 66 branches in Michigan, and we're also in southwest Florida. So if you're ever visiting down southwest Florida, we cover from Marco Island all the way up to Tampa now. And so we've got 19 branches down in Florida. Well, you're so. in a good area down there. <laughs> it's growing. Have I was just bit. down there last week, so and I. it's really expanding. You can't get a bad hotel room for 400 bucks a you're night You're exactly right. <laughs> you better call ahead. Exactly. So there's a lot of people moving there. But a lot of our members, we have five, 520,000 members wow. in Michigan and Florida. And a lot of our members we found were located in Florida. You know, they would go second home or they would go visiting snowbirds. So we wanted to cover both areas. So we have 1,600 employees. And so we're located, we do all our processing, underwriting, and closing uh, in Michigan um, for operations. So we really know the Michigan market. And we closed 30% of the new construction loans in Michigan last year, Lake Marty? Michigan Credit Union. 30%. 30%. We've really grown. Wow. Let me tell you an experience, uh, experience I had years ago with a gentleman named Larry Vopel. You ever heard the name? He was no. at a, the old Franklin Bank years ago. Oh, yeah. And I got a mortgage with him, and I, a few years later, I wanted to go build a house. And basically, he looked at my credit, looked at my thing, and said, well, you've always paid me on time. You can have the loan. <laughs> Is it, it used to is be it that still way. that easy? No, no, that <laughs> has changed. I like old time banking. It was great. I mean, it was that easy. It was a relationship. It used to be a phone call, literally yeah. 40 years ago. If if your banker knew you and trusted you, you're exactly right. Yes. Now I learned the business. I've been in the business. I started calculating it. I started in 1994. Okay. I've been a an HBA member for over 20 years, and I had a mentor, just like you explained, and um, I had a mentor. His name was Don Malo. 
Okay. And he worked at Standard Federal, if you remember Standard I do. Federal. Oh, yeah. I do. And he taught me how important it was to build relationships with the builders and the consumers that were building homes in Michigan. And that's what we really like about the HBA because we're really close. He taught us. Now the uh, award every year for the bankers is the Don Malo Award. Yeah. And so I remember being at the show in 2015. We sat down with Mike Stoskoff, who we were just talking with, the CEO yeah. of the HBA. Sure. Our listeners know him well. Yes. And you talk to him a lot. Yeah. Uh, we sat down with Mike and asked him, how could we help the building industry? And he said, you know, after 2008, 2009, a lot of the large banks had pulled back from the market. They weren't financing. Completely yep. pulled. They got out of it, right? Exactly right. And the hoop, if they did even consider you, the hoops you had to jump through were insane. Okay. You're exactly right. Everybody's so it was the opposite, Ken, of what you had experienced when you bought that first home. <laughs> yes, yes. So then Mike told us, could you help the builders with commercial loans for lines of credit uh, for building and then also the consumers for construction loan. So we went to work with Mike, he gave us great direction, he pointed, he introduced us to builders and the builders gave us their wish list and then we sat down with our team and we started just uh, slowly. We really started to listen, come up with solutions and from that meager beginning, we became the largest new construction lender in Michigan and we've closed a lot of loans and we really pride ourselves in our operations. So you will do both construction financing and then end mortgage? Exactly right. So depending on the builder, some builders like to do end mortgages after they can build a house or in that process or we also do construction loans with draws. So then some builders, it depends on what they prefer and then we work with them and the consumer to make that happen. And if I am, if I mean, I'm a young couple, you do so many loans and know so many builders, um, you can turn someone onto a builder probably anywhere in the state, can you not? You're exactly right. Yeah. In both Michigan and Southwest Florida. I bet. So we bet. work with builders every day. We've met a lot of our friends here at the show uh, today, and we are very close with many, many builders. Are you seeing a lot of people um, using alternative products because of the lumber when they come to get their loan? Are you seeing more ICFs home built, maybe more steel home, homes built? Uh, a little bit, uh, mostly traditional so, uh, okay. stick built um, homes. Uh, the Economist this morning really showed us uh, nationwide the shortages that are going on, especially with appliances. I heard bathtubs today, roofing, uh, you know, all sorts of different things. You have to get creative and it has lengthened the construction process because as we all heard last exactly. year lumber but then it was really interesting of how uh, a lot of builders have had to get um, creative and also really plan for a little longer in the process. Marty, we're going to have to get you back on with us because we got probably 50 more questions we don't have time for. We, we definitely do, but anyone out there they may be thinking of building, we want them to contact you, correct? Can you give your information out real quick, your contact sure. information? You could contact me, Marty Peltier, at 248-505-4622. That's my cell. I'll answer it any time. And uh, you can reach me also on email, marty.peltier at lmcu.org. And then the other thing I just handed uh, you and Chuck is a... Uh, a reference guide for construction oh, okay. lending. And so that's a free resource. We want to be a resource for people thinking about building, construction, and mortgages. If you reach out to us, we will get you a free resource booklet. It's about 21 pages that tells you the process of 
the financing of building a home. I gotcha. believe a builder would like to have this in his hand. Builders could ask us too. It's really a great resource. And that was one of the ideas that the builders gave us when we met with Mike in 2015. We set up that resource so then people could follow along and be educated. You are adapting, improvising, and overcoming, and we respect that. Thank you so much, Marty Peltier, Lake Michigan Credit Union. Appreciate you coming out today. Thank you, guys. All Thanks. right. You're listening to the Inside Outside Guys broadcast from the Great Lakes Design and Construction Expo. That's a wrap, right, buddy? That's a wrap. Hard That's right. To believe. Hey, thanks for everyone for listening. Don't forget during the week, if you need anything, go to the InsideOutsideGuys.com. Thank you.